Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Lots of thoughts on the Oilers not getting Andre Kuzmenko. He ultimately ends up uh, signing with the Vancouver Canucks. That's his prerogative. You're not going to get every player that you chase out of the marketplace. We can tell you that. Haji has jumped in and says, Bob, if the Oilers uh, don't get Kane done, what about Max Domi? Brings an edge, not the same physical intimidation as Kane, but if he can get the kind of chemistry he had with Connor during the World Juniors, he could potentially match uh, Kane's offensive output. Well, let's not forget, did Max Domi not have a 70-point season in the NHL one year? Um, yep, there you have it. Another texter says, Bob, you keep asking the same questions. You're a smart guy. You know the answers already. Evander Kane says this texter is not coming back, and we need an amazing goaltender, maybe two. Cassian has to go with Keith not far behind. Nobody in the minors is ready to make an impact. Maybe Broberg and Holloway likely three years away from having any kind of positive impact. Big chance we're taking a step backwards for a year or two. I don't necessarily believe that. I think that there's a natural progression that's going to occur with Broberg and Holloway, and they're going to be contributors, a third line uh, to start for Holloway, and he can skate. And I can see a second-line centerman really liking a player like Dylan Holloway, who plays a lot like Taylor Hall. Think back to the uh, 15-16 season and how Leon Dreisel and Taylor Hall performed. Taylor likes having speed on the left wing on one of those wings. All right, with further ado, we're going to head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline and be joined by our headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock. W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And it's going to double up with a bit of our Memorial Cup report as we are joined by Edmonton Oil Kings General Manager, Kurt Hill, who joins us from St. John, New Brunswick. Hello, Kurt. How you doing? Doing well, Bob. How are you? Good. Now, I've never been to St. John. Uh, I've been to Fredericton uh, in back-to-back years in 03 and 04, and I've been to Moncton in 08, uh, which was a much better conclusion for the Alberta Golden Bears in 08. They won the national title. The 04 team was undefeated uh, going into the national championship and lost what I think was the best university game I ever saw, 6-5, uh, in overtime to uh, UNB in a game that started when the two centers from the team ended up giving each other the stick and the ceremonial face-off. I thought, geez, that's the right type of intensity to get this thing going. Uh, what, have you been taking in the sights and sounds of St. John's since you guys flew there on the charter on Saturday? Yeah, I think the the entire group's got a got an opportunity to kind of get out and uh, see a lot of the city. We're very staying very close to downtown, so we're about a, maybe a 10-minute walk to the rink, 15 minutes right into downtown. So um, they've set up lots of neat... Uh, Obviously, like concert shows and entertainment areas for the Memorial Cup. So I think everyone's got a little bit of time to to explore. And I think the one thing early on here is uh, the people are great. Everybody's uh, very friendly, wants to help out. And uh, so some good old maritime hospitality you're getting here for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
<laughs> did a lot of latitude deep alert of myself <laughs> when we went back in 03 and 04 I, I think I was 17 pounds heavier by the end of that trip than I was at the start of it alright uh, tell me now St. John's a really interesting story here because their coach Gordy Dwyer uh, they're hosting the, the tournament and he's coaching the team and they lose the opening round of the Quebec playoff series in five games and ownership makes the decision and fires the coach <laughs> and they bring in uh, Gardner McDougall, the longtime head coach UNB, with uh, as well as with some assistance from Rocky Thompson, who guided Windsor to Memorial Cup Championship in 2017 after they got eliminated in the first round. Now, as a general manager, in the, is this does this strike you as a little bit different path that St. John has gone here, uh, Kurt? Well, it's, it is interesting. I mean, the one the one thing you know when you really start diving into it, I mean, they they won their last 15 games of the regular season. They're a 15 game winning streak. So it's <laughs> although I know they lost in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, they're they made a lot of deals and brought in a lot of high high talent to this team. So they're they're going to be no slouch at this tournament, and they're going to be rested. And I mean, I think the philosophy a little bit is you know Gardner has coached in a lot of short term competitions and. They just felt like they needed to change, and maybe he's was the best guy to try to do this and get them get them a chance to win in a short term competition like the Memorial Cup. Have you taken a look at the rosters for the you know the three other teams you're going to play playing to try to get a bit of a gauge as to to what you might be? Can you do that when you don't play in the same league? Uh, you can you can do it a little bit. I mean, we've we've talked to you know coaches and managers in the other leagues. We've done our video work. You know, I think we we got a pretty good understanding. You know, it's nice that we don't play the first game tonight, so it's you know, we'll get a chance to to watch St. John and Hamilton play tonight and get a obviously a, an in person visual, which will give us a pretty good feel. But uh, you know, I think we've we've prepared the best we can so far, and now it's going to be you know making adjustments once we start the tournament and we get out there against them. Yeah, you open up against Shawinigan. Uh, you will not have Dylan Gunther. You, you made that official at the media availability on Friday. Uh, obviously, got a, a lot of empathy. I'm sure he's a little bit down after suffering a lower body injury. This is a, a guy that uh, all he did was score 58 goals in 75 uh, regular season playoff games for you. Yeah, it's. I mean, when you're you lose one of your most offensive players, it's not. <laughs> It's not easy, but, you know, we'd, we went down in game three of that Seattle series, and I felt like, you know, lots of other guys stepped up when, when he wasn't available and uh, speaks to our depth a little bit. And, you know, when you got Carson Gold or two and the ability to play him on forward RD, I mean, that was that was huge for our group. So I think, yeah, everyone's obviously disappointed we don't have Dylan, and, you know, it's, it's, it sucks for him, really. It's, uh, you know, obviously everybody in junior hockey plays to try to play in the Memorial Cup, but... Um, with him going down, I guess it's uh, an opportunity for other guys to step up like they have so far. Well, uh, we're talking to Kurt Hill. He's the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. They're in the Memorial Cup. They open tomorrow against Xavier Borgo and the Shawinigan Cataracts. Tonight's the first game of the tournament as uh, St. John hosts uh, Steve Stales' Hamilton squad. Let's circle back to your team here for a second. You know, we've talked a lot all season about you know, your four first-rounders and the, the five guys that were on the World Junior Team. But for me, one of the guys that had a great playoff for you was a 20-year-old who's, who's playing for a contract, and that's Carter Such. He had 12 goals and 21 points in 19 games. And you need your 20-year-old guys to be key, don't you? 
Well, you do. And I mean, Tachi had a great playoff. I mean, I, after we won in Edmonton, I went up to him on the ice and I say, it's amazing how far he's come from playing in the playoffs when we played PA three years ago and he was a healthy scratch in games. And, you know, the playoffs were tough hockey for him that year. And you know what, how the amount his games rounded out now. And, you know, he was probably one of our best forwards, the entire most consistent forwards are the entire playoffs. So, um, you know, he scored some big goals against Seattle that last series, which obviously, again, as I mentioned, with Gun- Gunther going down, I thought him and Williams really were two guys that really stepped up for us. We're going to look back at uh, this goaltending run from Sebastian Kosa, the Detroit Red Wings 15th overall pick in the 2021 draft. I mean, five shutouts in the playoffs uh, in 19 games as you guys go 16-3 and three after six shutouts in the regular season. Uh, 9-19. So he didn't get back to 9-41 like he did in his draft year. But it's, I mean, when you look at the tournament and when you look at the respective teams, Kurt, the advantage I think you have is you have a way better top four than anybody else. And then you got a stone cold, you know, future NHL goaltender. With with all due respect to the other teams, nobody's got a six foot six guy in between the pipes like Kosa. No, and that's you know that's one thing. Obviously, we do. We, we're extremely comfortable with our group. Is the is in net and as you mentioned, the D, the, the top four D, especially in their ability to to play big minutes, uh, to play shutdown roles, physical and. And, you know, the one thing that people don't talk about in those 4D at the same time is how much offense they provide for our group. Like they, they, score, they score a lot of goals. They jump up into the play. They get pucks on net, and they provide us a lot of offense. And, you know, with those four back there and, and Kosa playing as consistent and reliable as, as he has been, uh, you know, they give us a chance every night. And just to highlight that, Caden Gooley was the WHL MVP of the playoffs. Canadians' first-round pick, eight goals, 16 points in 19 games. Uh, Luke Prokop, uh, four goals, 16 points in 19 games. Logan Dehoniak had 11 points in 19 games. And Simon Kubasek, who's a, a double counter, is a European and a uh, 20-year-old. He had he had 11 points as well. So you got a lot of juice uh, from, from the uh, uh, back end. I just... Could you have imagined a scenario where Gooley could have played any better for you during the playoffs? He was unreal, especially in the, I mean, eight goals for a defenseman in 19 games says it all. No, he, he was unbelievable. And I thought, you know, when we made the trade, I think some people, <laughs> you know, they thought we gave up a lot and we did. But at the same time, I mean, he was, he was amazing in the playoffs. And for me, it was worth worth every penny we paid for him. I mean, at the end of the day, he was our, he was the MVP of our team in the playoffs and, you know, and how much he brings to our group just on the bench and, you know, in the dressing room off the ice, he's a, he's a true leader. And, uh, you know, anytime you're adding another captain into your group, it's, it's, uh, only, um, going to help your team. You gave up a couple number ones for him and you gave up a couple number ones to get Justin sort of, and you're going to need sort of and Jake neighbors to drive your offense up front. Aren't you? Yeah, well, with Gunther being gone, you know, they're going to be relied on a lot. And, again, you know, we like our depth up front. and um, But they're definitely going to have to be the drivers here when they're, you know, they're our top two guys up there. And as you mentioned before, those two 20-year-olds are going to be pretty critical as well. And, um, you know, Jakob Demick, who just continues to get better, it seems like, every playoff game and every game he plays in North America, he just gets more comfortable, more acclimatized. And, you know, I thought for a first-year European player being over here, I thought, he had a really, really good playoff for us as well. The one guy that was, for me, a bit of a uh, table setter for you in Game Six against Seattle got back in your lineup. He round. He, he, he's not the biggest guy. He's a six footer, two hundred pounds, but he skates through guys when he hits them and he plays on the edge. And that's Jackson Weeb. And you need a little bit of that, don't you? 
Oh uh, yeah, you do, and especially, I mean, especially in the Western League in those playoffs, we saw what you know uh, the rounds against Lethbridge, Red Deer, and Seattle were all big boy series. I mean, the Winnipeg one was a little different, more of a more of a skilled series, but. Um, you know, so I think we'll we'll get a little bit of probably a little bit more of the skill game out here at times. But uh, you know, I've watched some of Hamilton and and they got some big boys out there. They like to play a pretty heavy game as well. So um, you know, Jackson's going to be a guy that's going to hopefully set the tone for us early in games. And um, you know, and he, he actually provides some pretty good offense for us as well at times in the playoffs too, scoring some big goals. So um, getting him back, like you said, in Game Six, uh, he set the he set the tone early in that game. And you know, I. I think I told it to you, Bob, but 10 minutes into that game, I had a really good feeling after the way that we came out and just really put our stamp on that game that we were going to win that night. Yeah, well, in Seattle, had a big, heavy, tough team with some decent prospects. Uh, obviously, Korchinski uh, on the back end. Kevin Korchinski's a, a, a lock as a first-rounder. We talked a bit about... Uh, uh, the Reed, I say Reed Schaefer, the Schaefer kid as well, uh, who's going to end up being uh, a first-round pick, uh, I would think, uh, up front. So here's the deal. Last two years, you haven't had a chance to play for the Memorial Cup. It's, 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 bottom line, it's just special to be there, isn't it? It's amazing, yeah. I mean, I got, I got the opportunity to come as a player when I was in Kelowna. I didn't play in any of the games, but it was, you know, it's a very, very special event once you get here, just everything that comes around around it with the event, the, the concerts and all the media, the extra attention that's going on here. Um, even just the arrival of the com- uh, cup coming in on the helicopter yesterday. It's uh, it's pretty nostalgic, I think, for these guys. And, you know, you put it into perspective that it's one of the hardest tournaments to get to. And now you got a chance to try to win it. So I think it's uh, an amazing opportunity that's ahead here for our group. All right. Best of luck, Kurt. Thank you. Appreciate that. You bet. That is Kurt Hill. He is the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings. They start tomorrow. Uh, the game will be broadcast on TSN television. Uh, Edmonton against Shawinigan. Shawinigan's got Oilers first rounder Xavier Borgo. Three of the four first rounders the Oil Kings have. Uh, We'll be able to play. Dylan Gunther is out. Goaltender Sebastian Kosa obviously will start. Caden Gooley on the uh, first round of the Canadians. Went a couple picks after Holloway in 2020. Uh, he's heads up the defense. And they still got uh, Jake Neighbors uh, up front who played nine games this year for the St. Louis Blues. All season, the Oilers Now lineup report is brought to you on game days by Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home, sold today, edmonton.ca. Kurt Hill was our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today, and Royal Pizza. Pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a listler, 15 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at Royal Pizza. Or download the Royal Pizza from app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. There's 15 Royal Pizzas in Edmonton. Edmonton owned and operated, and now four in Calgary. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline as well when we come back this day in oilers history you're listening to oilers now we were talking about european bus and this texture says what about pavel brendel 
yeah, except he was drafted fourth overall. <laughs> I've told the story. I was working for Sportsnet behind the scenes uh, in the late 90s uh, doing stats, and the hitmen were in to play the Regina Pats, and I watched Brendel score two shorthanded goals in about 25 seconds where he walked on the one goal, two guys, and the other one uh, got a stretch on a break when I'm like, holy cow. I mean, he was gifted offensively and just ultimately did not pan out. Didn't uh, didn't want it bad enough, but man, there was talent there, but only played half the ice. Uh, and again, that's not like a guy coming over out of the KHL or the Czech Republic or Finland or Sweden who comes with a big reputation and it doesn't happen. Now, in Kuzmenko's case, I think he's going to be legit. I think he'll be a legit second-line scoring winger for the Vancouver Canucks. They got him today. Uh, they won the battle. And again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Keep texting us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. We are going to go to this day in Oilers history, which is sponsored all season long by New West Travel. Here's Brendan Escott. Back to 2008 we go, Edmonton using the 22nd overall pick to uh, select Jordan Eberle out of the Regina Pats program. After debuting in October of 2010, Eberle spent his first seven seasons with the Oilers. He put up 382 points in 507 regular season games. He was uh, an All-Star in 2012 and a Lady Bing finalist that year. He had 34 goals and 76 points in his best year. Eberle traded to Long Island one for one for Ryan Strom after a meager playoff output of just two assists in the uh, 2017 run, Bob. Yeah, well, sometimes you got to let a guy go through, um, you know, a first playoff experience. That's kind of what happened to Everly that year. Everly was on a line to start uh, the playoffs with Lucic and Ryan Nugent Hopkins that were great down the final quarter of the season for the Oilers, but it didn't happen for either RNH or Jordan Everly. Oilers traded Everly for Strom, and, and then it was the Strom for Spooner trade which Peter Shirelli was counseled not to make by uh, at least two or three individuals in the organization, and he went ahead and did it anyways. And we all know how that panned out. And now Ryan Strom is part of a, a query with Rangers fans. Do we sign Strom or do we sign Andrew Kopp? Jordan Eberle is a consistent second-line right wing, actually in first slash second line right wing. He's top six scoring wingers. Had a very good query. He's the third highest scoring player from the 2008 draft class. The only guys that are ahead of him are the guys that went one and two. <laughs> and that's uh, Stamkos and Doughty. So it was a good pick at 22 for the Oilers. I think Yamamoto at 22 has a chance to be a real good pick. He's already had a 20-goal season, and I'm going to be really intrigued to watch Xavier Borgo in the playoffs this year. Tonight, 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 Reed Wilkins is preempted. Reed, Reed gets so many nights off. Uh, game three of the Stanley Cup final between Colorado and Tampa, the puck drop after the 6 o'clock news and 6.30. Chad, tomorrow... Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. A reminder that live thoroughbred racing is back at Century Mile Racetrack Friday and Saturday with free parking and uh, admi- excuse me, the cat room got me here. Uh, let's try that again. Tomorrow, Sportsnet spec Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing back at Century Mile Racetrack Friday and Saturday with free parking and admission. More info at thehorses.com. 
So we'll rejoin you on tomorrow's show. Andrew Peard will also provide us an update from the Memorial Cup. He's the play-by-play voice of the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Kevin Robertson. And then Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. Followed by the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jay Lynn Knight from 3 to 6. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Back at you tomorrow at noon. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.